Holy fuck, we are back. Thought Dump Podcast, episode number five. Sorry for everybody that uh, listens to the show for the long hiatus. It was completely unintentional. Uh, Personal life got in the way a little bit. Uh, I completely dropped the ball on that, but we are back and going to be consistent. Weekly episodes. Um, I added an addition. My friend Greg Franks, he's going to be a new semi-permanent co-host. I've known him for... A long time and he is willing to come on as a consistent uh you know co-host i guess so uh yep sorry for the hiatus we are back uh, enjoy the episode thanks yeah. guys so what do you think of the overall quality of the card as far as like top to bottom because ufc 243 we had uh whitaker versus adesanya Iaquina versus Hooker, those were set to be, you know, two fucking slugfests. Yeah, cool. I thought they were pretty solid overall. I mean, prelims weren't terrible. Uh, Megan Anderson, she was... Uh, legs legs on, for uh, days, we call yeah, it. Legs yeah. for days. <laughs> More legs than anything. <laughs> yeah. Those Australians, dude, they're fucking six foot 13, you know? Solid ground game, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, she showed it off in that fight for sure. Yeah. Uh, what was it, second round? Uh, or was it first round? I can't remember exactly. I came in halfway through that fight. I got here a little late. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I know there was a previous female fight that finished in the second round, I believe, as well. And that was on the early prelims, I believe. Yeah. And she she opened the prelims, right? Uh, yes, Megan? I believe so. That's why Megan, Megan on a potato fucking potato. Yeah. But, uh, which I thought was weird because she's a name. And they had a lot of people debuting on this card, so I feel like they should have put her on the uh, m- or the main card, you know? Yeah, or at least headline the prelim itself, you know? Because yeah. I would say she was the <laughs> yeah. more popular one on the uh, prelim. Yeah, especially because it was an Australian. She's Australian. Yes. And, um, you know, you're going to throw your hat in the ring. Hey, let me fight Chris Cyborg, you know? So that right there shows you that she's got confidence and all that even though it really didn't go her way yeah and all uh, her losses are to you know big name girls as yeah. it is anyway she was kind of thrown into the dogs yeah I, I thought it was weird because i i saw this video and it said that she was like i think they said that they had her as a massive favorite and people thought that was wild for because, that fight yeah they're like I oh that's she wild. Was the underdog big, big, uh is, uh, I, I can't is the remember, pl- honestly. The plus is the minus. Like, the, the plus 500, that makes them the underdog, right? Or is it the... Uh, yes. Wait. Yeah, I'm Because I, I could have swore the person on the video said that they had her as a massive favorite, which was crazy. The plus is the favorite. Sorry, yeah, the plus is the okay, favorite. Okay, so the plus is the yeah. favorite. Then they had her plus 500 for that. So I, I must have just got it twisted around. So I, could, I thought he said that uh, she was a underdog, which I thought was wildly inaccurate so i guess if i heard it wrong that would make sense because i was just completely confused by it yeah well i mean she did have those uh two losses and then the win by eye poke (laughs) yeah the the fucking toe i kick i I think that if i'm being honest i think that should have been maybe a no contest because tko i feel like was stretching it well look in the last eye poke fight that it uh was a no contest who was that um uh todd duffy there, well, there was Todd Duffy, and then there was Jeremy Stevens and Yair. Yes, yes. Which I can't wait for that one to come back. Yeah, that fight's uh, going to be massive. In what, a week? A week or two? 
I think that's on the same one with Weidman. It's UFC Boston. Yeah, that's right. With yeah, uh, so I think a couple weeks from now. Yep. Um, man, Yair's talking all that shit. Yeah. After he, he thought he probably wasn't going to fight him again. Well, I, I just think it was more just he's trying to make it more of a bigger fight than what it was, you know, build off the momentum that it was. Because a yeah. lot of people on his Instagram are kind of, you know, shitting on him, thinking that he's, you know, celebrating and stuff. But I, know, I just think he's a crazy motherfucker, you know, <laughs> yeah. just I mean, him and Stevens in general. Yair was definitely acting like a baby after that, though. Yeah. He'd crying all about it. And I guess he didn't even want to fight him in the first place because of how far they were away in rankings. Which is stupid to me because, you know, Yair, he was losing that fucking Korean zombie fight, but oh, had that devastating, nice-ass clean elbow at the oh, end. It was that beautiful, but he was highlight sure losing. He yeah. lost almost every round, I believe. Yeah, and even though Stevens has the fucking most losing his record in UFC, he's coming to fucking fight every time. Oh, 100%. So the fuck down. 100%. And that's why I'm like, how are you going to say he's bitching out of the fight because... He got scratched in the eye. How's he going to fake that, dude? He's one of the baddest motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, Herb Dean, you know, even yeah. took over. As, <laughs> yeah, he know, was giving him every chance doctor. in the world. <laughs> if he really wanted out of that fight, he would have been like fucking Todd Duffy. Oh, no, I'm seeing double. I'm seeing double. Yeah, we're pushing he, this yeah. back another 20. Yeah, he just kept saying, oh, man, he got, he got me good. Yeah. He got me good. Did yeah. you did you see the uh, the injury list or whatever that he got i uh, know like both both of his eyes got scratched oh yeah like i saw that corny scratch i do believe man yeah you better fucking count yeah. his blessings hey steven's gonna come in hot on that fight steven's is definitely the bulkier one of the two i feel like uh yeah yeah is gonna have more of the length and uh height compared to uh steven's so would you think that uh Yair is more a technical striker out of the two. Yeah, I would say he definitely doesn't push the pace as much as Stevens. You know, Stevens is definitely, he can explode. He's almost like a mini pit bull in a, in a way. You know, once he sees that blood, he's just, he wants more of it. And he gets almost punch drunk in a way. But I guess that's why his record is you know, <laughs> yeah. 15 and 15. But he's just been in the game so fucking long. Like, it... It's rough because you see somebody even like uh, Nate Diaz. His record's not that solid. But still a solid fighter. Yeah, you know he's coming in to fuck the game up. Oh, like yeah. he, He's coming in to win. He's not trying to just point you out. He's trying to make it a clear-cut thing. Like, he's in there to win the goddamn fight. Yeah, he may fight. be slapping you, but those slaps are meant to take your head off. <laughs> yeah, it... I don't know. I think him and Masvidal is going to be a fucking badass oh, fight. Oh, yeah. Badass. Kinda, BMF fight, obviously. You I'm know? very curious to see what this belt's going to look like. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I haven't even seen any concept art or anything about it. I haven't either, and I'm wondering if they're having the same guy that builds all the other belts make this one as well. Or did they switch the guy that was doing it? Um, I, I think they might have the same guy. I'm not 100% sure. Because I know... I, I watched this uh, little... I don't know if you want to call it a documentary or whatever on YouTube yeah. of them, how they initially got the design for the original belt, you know, and then they were also showing concepts for the new belt. So I don't know if it's the same guy, you know. Yeah. And I've, I've not even heard of any, like, speculation of it 
or if if it's gonna be yeah gold yeah or like silver, I, blue. yeah or if it's gonna be like the shitty money belt yeah from the Mayweather McGregor <laughs> fight dude that thing looked like a fucking piece of shit yeah it's like hey here's this fucking weird shaped turd wrapped wallet, up in wallet leather yeah, yeah shit was cracking when they looked at yeah. it you know. <laughs> Oh, it's a money belt, TMT and all that. Plug, they're made out of ostrich. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The thing was made out of pure shit is yeah. what it was made <laughs> Um, So get, getting back to fucking the UFC this weekend, uh, someone I was really disappointed by is fucking uh, Tai Tiavasa. I was, too. His ground game is just not yeah. looking like anything, honestly. Yeah. Cause I, I can't remember specifically. Was it JDS that full-mounted him? Yeah, it was and, JDS just dismantled him. him yeah. Or, uh, yeah. When he was so upset that you know he was stopped. It's like, dude, you were doing nothing to you know, get out of the position you were in in the first place. You know, you kind of deserved that stoppage. You were full-mount. Yeah, so... Let, well, I, granted, I'm not a fucking professional... But I feel like he would have made some improvements on his ground game. Within the the time frame between then and, you know, now. Yeah, because yeah, that's been a so. minute. I yeah. think he's had a fight in between then. Uh, I think he has, too. I just can't uh, remember off the top of my head yeah. who it, it was. It's hard, it's hard for me to remember these heavyweights because they're just like, outside of like the top 5, 10, it's just like a revolving door of heavyweights coming through, you know? And that's yes. no disrespect to anybody that he's fought because... I can't stay up on everybody. We watch a lot of fights, you know? Yes. Somebody would pop up and we'd be like, oh, you know, well, we've seen him before. You know, that's how it was with uh, Johnny Walker. We're yes. like, oh, yeah, we've seen this guy fight before on the Contender Series. Yep. Uh, you know, fucking, what's his name? They just got cut off the loss. Elias Theodoro. Uh, yes. Yeah, we've seen. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Dude. Yeah, it's like, he was like the drunken master. I can't remember which fighting yes. game it was, but he was just flailing around. <laughs> Put yeah. money on him just in case. <laughs> yeah, how you gonna how you gonna get cut off a fucking win? <laughs> I know. Wasn't it against oh Derek God. Brunson too? Is oh, that yeah, the fight dude. it was? Yeah, and no disrespect to Brunson, but yeah, what is he doing? Yeah, not <laughs> you know? champ material. I'll every tell you what. every time I see him, someone's either knocking him out or he's squeaking out a decision yeah. by. Oh wait, did Elias Theodora win that? Uh, you know, I I'm, I'm not sure. Before honestly, I, look at me backtracking like fucking. Some pussy. But to get back to Tai Tiavasa, his one fight before his, you know, this past weekend was yeah. uh, Blagoya Ivanov. That's who I wanted to say. And he lost. Yeah, yeah. Decision, but. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. It's, that's weird for the heavyweights, because, like, the heavyweight champion, not not saying Stipe, yeah. like, even though he is the champion, but it's like, just the heavyweight champion in general is regarded to be the baddest dude on the planet. Oh, for sure. But then if you look at the actual depth of the division as far as skill set goes and all that stuff, like heavyweight's kind of shallow, been shallow, you know? It's like if yeah. you're not in the top three, it's that's good. Like, Shit, yeah, picking it back up. My dumbass kicked the power supply for the, uh, uh, whatever, the fucking, I can't even think of it right now, interface. It happens. Having a goddamn brain fart. <laughs> but anyways, what I was saying about the uh, heavyweight division I feel like once you get past like the top five to ten, it like it's shallow. It's kind of like a, a revolving door. Like it, it's like since it's the most shallow division, they're trying to get everybody. You know, we need heavyweights. We need heavyweights. Yeah. You know, because they're banking on that knockout power. Yeah, I mean, they have been trying to push some through through the contender series and stuff lately. I have noticed. You know, there have been a lot more of the heavier weight classes uh, uh, going through there. But I mean. 
you know, until the ultimate fighter comes back on, which I'm looking forward to myself. Yeah. Uh, now, see, you, I'm not you, sure what they're going to do. You watch all that shit more than me, like the contender series and. Yeah, I uh, try to whenever so I get the chance. You usually inform me on the people to look out for when they're coming out of that. Like if they're making their debut and I've never seen them before, you're like, oh, this yeah. guy's fucking good. Like that's what you told me about Johnny Walker. And here he is taking the light heavyweight by storm. So uh, I'm just hoping that they don't try to push him too quick. You know, give him give him some fights. Let him get past the first round. And that's definitely a possibility. God damn it! Yeah, this thing's fucking. No, it's good. It was just looking weird for a second. Okay, it's about to say stop again. (laughs) Nah, it probably have a fucking kick and shit because I'm a dumbass. But um, anyways, um. Is there anybody that you could think of off the top of your head coming out of the contender series to look out for, specifically like in a heavier weight class? Uh, Besides fucking Greg Hardy, because I'm not a fan of that yeah. dude. Off the top of my head, I, I can't. Big you know, there's there's so many you know foreign, good, <laughs> st- strong heavyweights that are coming in that it's just like I can't remember most of their names off the top of my head, but. I know there's uh, one guy who's from Brazil, and uh, I think he just got done knocking a dude. I, I can't remember the, his name and uh, everything. And there's another female coming through that uh, looked pretty promising. Uh, I can't remember her name either. But, yeah. but you know, I guess that's yeah. the fucking it, point. They're all new. Yeah, it's a good way to get, get into you know yeah. the UFC for sure. What, so what do you think? Because I enjoyed... Uh, watching looking for a fight and we know that they bring fighters in from looking for a fight they bring them in from the tough they bring them in from the contender series so what what do you think personally is the the best way to get new fighters into the ufc do you think it's something like the contender series since that's focused strictly on fighting or do you like the entertainment aspect of the tough house uh honestly i would say the looking for a fight uh the looking for a fight is a good way but i find most you know not that many people get into the ufc uh on that is how i feel you know usually more times than not they're being rejected because either they just didn't have enough or just you know they need a little bit more experience yeah uh, and they kind of like fail or not fail on the night but kind of it's not their best performance yeah, in front of the eyes of Dan White yeah. and Matt Sarah and everybody. Yeah, especially when there's other people that are hungrier, you know, for it. And yeah, and and plus, I don't think I know they just did one in Abu Dhabi that, but that was looking forward to a fight. Yeah, I don't think they've done anything in necessarily a foreign country as far as looking for a fight. So I think that might be where the contender series and the tough yeah, house. Yeah, and that and honestly, that is because you see uh, on the last. Uh, ultimate fighter they had uh, a lot of people from brazil you know to where they couldn't even speak english they had translators and stuff so <laughs> yeah. there I, I remember there was this one uh, american girl who was on the team and everyone on the was foreign and didn't speak you know english or it was very broken english yeah. and so like 
a fucking Portuguese. Her having to communicate with her team, and you know they're all speaking, yeah, you know their own language. It's like, oh man, so. yeah, speaking Greek to her, pretty much. Yeah, that's definitely a good way for. Did they have a translator for for her to speak to the team, or was she just uh, trying? To... When they're in the house, uh, no. But when they're oh, all wow. like in training, rough. it's kind of yeah. They have the translator because of coaches. Well, that's kind of like when I was training uh, Somalians at a. Uh, Abercrombie. Yeah, for you know, sure. They were definitely solid people, but I'm like, you gotta, either I gotta speak slower to you, or you gotta speak slower to me, because I'm trying to get the point across. Yeah, but, it's that communication you know, barrier. Yeah, I mean, they were definitely some cool people. Oh, uh, for sure. Because I, I was asking them about their culture and all that stuff when I was training them. It was, it was pretty cool to see the inside. Like, they were telling me how they lived in huts and all that stuff. Yeah. And just like... Grateful to be here, too. Yeah, and I don't know, it's just crazy. I can imagine living like that. Yeah. But then, you know... Uh, you got people like Francis Ngannou coming from uh, fuck, Beast where's, Mode. Where's uh, Cameroon? He's from Cameroon. Yeah, and he, he was a fucking coal miner, something like that, and he, they just jacked from it. Yeah, from doing his whole entire fucking life. Speaking of all the heavyweight division, I think he's uh, gonna have his shot again at the title here soon. Oh, he will within the next fight, possibly two. You know, I see maybe even his second fight. He'll have. Uh, you know, title contention or, you know, be running a running at himself. Yeah. Uh, so do you think Stipe is going to fight DC again? Is that uh, thing coming down? No, that's good. Sure, uh, pause to fix it. No, that's good. Alrighty. Um, yeah, I think DC and uh, Stipe 3 will probably happen. If DC wants another fight, I think he's contributed enough to the sport to where... Uh, Dana will give him that if he wants, you know, or possibly, you know, even a Jones three, you know, not saying that is more likely to happen, but you never know. Yeah. I think if they're going more for business, because I think the true MMA fan would probably like to see uh, Jones and DC three. But I think as far as like a financial business decision, I think the best thing would be to do is Stipe. Yeah. And, uh, but here's Hell, my question. put him against GSP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, GSP wants every division. Yeah. Um, so my whole thing with DC is he wanted to retire at the beginning of this year. So how much longer do you think he's going to wait around if, because I know Stipe's probably injured right till now. Probably March. <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah, like, probably till his birthday again, maybe, who yeah, knows. What if, what if it's like, oh, I... I'm injured. I can't fight until fucking November next year, 2020. Then I don't think DC is going to stick around. Yeah, for that. yeah. I mean, he's got a good career in broadcasting and all that stuff with yeah. the UFC, and uh, he's doing his own wrestling stuff himself. You know, yeah. with the getting his the dad kids bod. and yeah, getting the dad bod wrestling. <laughs> he, coach. He's living life. You know, he's making bank. <laughs> yeah. His last couple fights, he made bank. Even though he lost, you know, he still made tremendous amount of money so yeah i, I love dc I, i've liked dc always, ever since always. he came onto the scene yeah back you know? when he was heavyweight yeah yeah and <clears throat> that's what's just so ridiculous like that's how picograms are not jones if he was fighting clean this whole time that's next level oh yeah for sure outside of stipe that's the only dude that could beat dc yeah and dc started in his 30s that's impressive shit to me. Yeah, in all honesty, most yeah. of them, you know, start pretty young, especially nowadays. Yeah. And he started, you know, within the last, I don't know, eight years, ten years, uh, UFC-wise. Yeah. Or not UFC-wise, but within... Just, just uh, MMA, yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, we can move on to uh, the, re- the some of the rest of the card. I wasn't... 
I'm obviously I'm not fucking too prepared right now as far as notes because there was a lot of people debuting yeah. on this uh card. But uh I do know for a fact, you know, excuse me, Al Iaquinta and Dan Hooker. That was a weird fight for me because uh I thought it was going to be much more fireworks than what it was. You know what I'm saying? I thought the same thing. Uh you know, I thought that they would go a little bit harder. At least maybe Dan Hooker, I felt he was being a little bit more... Once he got into his groove, he yeah. felt like, you know, he could be a little bit more safe with his jab. Uh, not not that there's anything, be you know, wrong with that, but you could yeah. see Al kept on, you know, trying to get in there. And uh, even in the third round, you know, you hear Ray Longo and then telling him, you know, <laughs> yeah. bite down on the mouthpiece <laughs> yeah, and just you need get this. in you there. Need to and, finish this motherfucker. You know, it was a good, uh, good last round, but, you know, the second round could have been a little bit more, you know, heat on it. But, I mean, overall, it was a good fight. Uh you know, sad to see our boy Al lose, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, Dan Hooker's definitely a good up-and-comer yeah. himself. dude clipped Al a couple times. Yeah, he did. That oh, shit, my gosh. Like, I thought it was over yeah. a couple times, you know. And which I thought was funny because coming into this fight... Wobbled him. Yeah, Hooker was like, you know, Al fought... You know, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but Al fought uh, fucking Khabib. He fought Cowboy. That's top five people in the division, so I'm going to come in there and finish him and make a statement, but he yeah. didn't finish him. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what, you didn't make a statement <laughs> yeah. now since you didn't finish him and all that? But I don't know. When he was just jabbing Al and staying at a distance, the jab reminded me heavily of that Khabib fight. Yes, I thought, I thought the same, honestly. He's just letting him fucking hit him. I don't know what what that is like if it's just trying to get into his opponent's head or if the jab literally just doesn't b- bother him you yeah, know i mean i'm not sure i mean it, me personally i wouldn't want to get punched in the face like that you know that <laughs> yeah. many times just to get my punch off you know especially if you know it's a point thing as yeah. well so or maybe maybe that's his fucking primer you know like a fucking lawnmower he's got to get yeah. hit a couple <laughs> times before he can get started you know get the fucking blood boy yeah. um and the fucking uh main event unless you unless you still had shit you wanted to say about this fight as far as dan hooker and ally quinta uh no i mean i would like to see a little bit more ground game from dan hooker i mean i know he's got a good ground game i mean he's been tested before but i mean to say that he's on the levels of habib and stuff yeah he may have (laughs) reminded us with the jab but you know i think if al would have taken him down because i'm pretty sure al was a wrestler yeah, like the, like that's might might be his background. I think a little some rest uh, some sort of wrestling. Yeah, you know, bo- oh, like Conor McGregor says, a stocky boxer with a <laughs> yeah you know, right hook or left yeah, left yeah. hook, so, whatever it is. I feel like that would have been a good indicator. Obviously, I can't tell Al how to fight. I'm like by no means a professional, but it's like I feel like that could have shown him like, hey, I I am top five. Yeah, check out my wrestling because if you can't handle this. You definitely ain't gonna be able to handle Khabib. Yeah, you know, and that could have possibly won out the fight. True, but I don't know what Al was going through if he had any kind of injuries or if he's just like, man, I ain't trying to fucking wrestle. Because I do know that he went for the takedown a couple yeah, times on did. Khabib. You know. Yeah, but Khabib also tried on him. You know. Yeah, yeah. Managed to snuff that stuff. I did like when because I, I pointed it out during the fight um, when Al threatens the takedown and does a combo yeah. after it. I, mm-hmm. I that's slick to me. I thought. Uh, over time, he should have mixed it up a little bit better because yeah. you know it, it was almost like a little getting a little bit telegraphed. Almost like you know when uh, point at the Tiavasa fight versus uh, who's the guy he was fighting? It was uh, 
oh, fuck, it's some Russian dude, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Spivak, every time he would go in for that takedown, he'd do the same combination dude. right beforehand and get yeah. him every single yeah, time. Dude, it's, like, it's, it's very, very, you know, noticeable after a minute. It's like, dude, you're heavyweight UFC. You got to work on your takedown defense. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, he was just, every time I could see both of his legs clasped, Double yeah, leg, and just sitting him on his back, and I'm like, Jesus. He had a good couple good scrambles, but it, it didn't yeah, work for too and, fucking yeah. long. And that's how it, you know that's how it works. Is yeah, you can uh, manage your to get to the, the fence the first time, but can you do it every time? You yeah, know? especially at that weight. Yeah, dude, and he's big. Yeah, holding and that if, weight. It's not, long. and it's. I'm sure he's fucking got muscle, but he's. He had like thirty pounds on Spivak, I believe, yeah. at that fight too. Like, okay, so there's a difference in heavyweight. You can be a Francis Ngannou, where you're fucking jacked. Yeah. Or you can be like a fucking uh, what's his name, Willis, Big Pretty. Uh, I can't remember his for Justin, Justin Willis, Justin I think. Willis. Yeah, I mean he's kind of husky, yeah. you know. So there's <laughs> definitely a difference. I feel like that has an effect on your gas tank, the kind of condition that you're in. You, you know? know what? Speaking of big guys. Uh, the Justin Taffa fight versus the Jorgen DeCastro fight where the dude knocked him out in the first round uh, and did like the, you said, uh, the Mark Hunt walk-off knockout. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, dude, that was, he was just stiff. Yeah. You can't come in with that kind of momentum no. when you're a fucking heavyweight, yes. dude. Yes, one good punch. Yeah, you're coming into a fist that's coming <laughs> back. Like, he was charging for... Dude, I was impressed that the dude was stiff was for a fucking too. minute. It was quick, He was stiff, dude, yeah. laying on the ground. Yeah. I felt bad. It's, it's, that's what's funny about fighting is because you like to see entertaining fights, but when somebody gets knocked stiff like that and they're out for a fucking minute, it's like, damn, dude, that's fuck, yes. that's brain damage. I would say, you know, knockouts like Luke Rockhold, you know, his last knockout. <laughs> yeah. Like, even the, even the knockout before that, you know, like, was bad. But it's just like, every time I see it afterwards, it's just like, man, you know, even now, I, do, I don't want to see it again, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And he was coming up in weight, so that's yes. potentially getting hit harder. And that's how exactly how I feel about Weidman as well, you know. He's oh, been yeah, tested, dude. like, he got hit with that Yoel knee, and then he got hit with that, uh, what was it, a right right hook, left hook, whatever, by, uh, um, excuse um, me, the, the, uh, yeah, the alligator. Uh, Jacare. Yeah, Jacare. How's Jacare, like... Not taking anything away from Jacare, but who comes into a Jacare fight saying Jacare's going to knock dude oh out? Oh, my goodness. I know. You know what I'm Weidman saying? was looking amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. The entire time that before rough, that, dude. Too. I won 200 off that fight, by the way. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that I wanted to see Weidman fail or anything like that, because I... And There's I, just I always that possibility, you know? Yeah, and it's just weird when you get those kind of fucking premonitions, you know, mm-hmm. about these things. Because what did I tell you last night when I got here? You did, here? you did. I, thought I said, water. hey, I had a dream that Whitaker gets knocked out in the second round. Yeah, And what the did. fuck happened? I thought uh, he, Whitaker would take it in either the later uh, round of the uh, fight, but, yeah. you know. I wanted him to. Yeah. And what? let me get your thoughts on the... Um, Adesanya fucking uh, dance fucking routine dance concert at the beginning of it. Uh, it wasn't my favorite thing in the world. Uh, you know, I feel it's a little WWE, nothing wrong with that, but I just feel, you know, for the sport itself, you know, look at when they used to do that with 
uh, Chuck Liddell, you know, like that was pretty cringe back then, you know, the whole Iceman, you know, ooh, the Iceman, you know, it's like. And that was back when it had more of a gimmick. Yeah, yeah, They were all good fighters. They were trying to get to what they are now, and it's like, you know, it wasn't bad, you know, it was subtle, but at the same time, it was just like, I don't know, a little much for me. Still an Adesanya fan, though. Yeah, I think the reason that it irritated me is because we're not the fucking casual fan. We're coming in just for the main card. I agree. So if we're watching six hours worth of fights, like, towards the end, I'm not trying to see an extended walkout dance routine. I do agree. Which I can respect what he's doing, marketing himself and all that stuff. It is his night. Yeah, but he did say, like, he's... And they're doing things people have never done before, and especially yeah. with his walkout. I'm like, come on now. Like, and this is definitely not an Adesanya thing. I don't like to see it with any of the yeah, fighters, really. Yeah. It's like, okay, I don't care, you know, from the point of walking out to the point of getting in the ring, do whatever you want, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, dance away. And but Especially how long that fucking walkout was. Oh not goodness, just the time yes. that he took, but that was like a half mile to get Massive, to the goddamn probably cage. Probably the longest walkout I've seen in a long time, yeah, if ever. Yeah. It sucks for Whitaker. I think I want to say he's going to be back. I think he'll. I think he'll be but back. He's you know in his thirties. Uh, he might be thirty exactly. Last few fights, he's definitely been tested. Yeah, he's around that thirty age. But those Romero fights were rough, and which I thought. I thought he took enough time off for those, honestly. Yeah. And and that's he why... He felt like he did. He even said himself. Yeah. And it's not like he looked bad, really. You know? It was I, it was just Adesanya's night. Respect to him and all that. You know what I'm yep. saying? So, uh... You need to fix that or anything? Uh, probably. Alright, we can pause it again. Or you could just fucking fix it. You know? And I could just cut it out. So yeah, we don't true. Pausing. True. Yeah, it's fucking... Perks of, uh not having all the gear that I need. I, like I said, I had a table, but... Uh, well, I need to position this better. I just need to get it like further like how yours is. Yeah. What might help, too, after you get that clamped down, that little knob on the side, you could loosen that, and it should be able to swivel easier. Okay. Yeah. Poor guy podcasting 101. We got these fucking mics set up to a stepladder on on a chunk of wood. But it's working. So yeah, that little knob on the side, did you loosen that? Yes. Yeah. Right, yeah, I you should that. be able to. Oh yeah, there we go, baby. Yeah. But yeah, just try not to pull it too much because that's when it's kind of whip on that. Yeah. I like I said, it. these things are cheap anyways, so I don't know how long they're going to fucking last. It happens. Yeah, we're good. So, uh, yeah, overall, I would say it's a decent card. Was wasn't my not, most not favorite card of the card. year. It's weird because there was a lot of hype tender for it. Yeah, there was. Yeah, and I don't know. I just feel like both those fights were like, hey, both potential fight of the year. Even though Hooker and Adesanya both had spectacular performances yes. on their part, it just in recent memory, you know, like, there's yeah. definitely been more wars. Like, like I guess, Stipe yeah, and DC. I, I wanted to see more of a testing, you know, like, Robert Whitaker, you know, he could have taken him down once, you know, I didn't yeah. see any type of, you know, uh, takedown attempt, anything, you know, I mean, 
in his open workout, he's throwing mad kicks, you know. Yeah. We saw some, but we didn't see, you know, where were the kicks he was throwing at Yoel. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, overall, I mean, it was a good fight, but I just would have, you know, I, I would have liked a little bit more uh, just overall with the, the style, you know, with how things went. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, that that does make sense. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's weird because like we you can expect so much out of, out of a fight, but you never really know what's yeah. going to happen until it goes down. Look at <laughs> Ngannou versus uh, Lewis. Derek Lewis. Yeah, I mean, my yeah. gosh, the the hype yeah. around that fight. Me myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not getting pumped. out of the first round. Somebody's going to yeah, sleep. So, and I mean, all my money together. was on the first yeah. round, maybe the second. Yeah. And it's like, hey, fucking. Nothing. Unplug controllers. What's didn't, up? Yeah, didn't that break They're, records? But yeah, I think it was the least <laughs> amount of. No, that was a. Uh, I mean, okay, so yeah, that I think that broke records in a bad way. But I was almost did the stat for the Woodley uh, uh, Wonder Boy. Yeah, I think it yeah. was for the least amount of strikes thrown in a championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like <laughs> what fifty combined for twenty five minutes or yeah, something I think like that so, between the two guys. Yeah, that's rough. I want to see Woodley come back too. Because I, I like Woodley as a fighter. He's a bad dude. But it's like, what happened after he got the championship? Yeah. It's like he just like backed off the kill switch, you know? Yeah, it's almost like he... It became about almost like the Lord of the Rings Gollum effect where he's just like, you know, my precious. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't want to yeah. lose it. So he's just... That's his number one goal is making sure that you know, he doesn't lose it. And so he's just over cautious, I feel. Cause I mean, look at the, look at him winning the, the belt from Wood or not Woodley, but, uh, Lawler, Lawler you know, oh my goodness, yeah. you know, knocked well, he, him he out. Fucking knocked him stiff. And people were like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah. This is a, this is a champ, you yeah. know, that honestly, in my opinion, resembles a lot of, uh, GSP and just, uh, fighting style. And, uh, just strength wise you know he has the capability of knocking you out but he could take you take you out on the ground and he does in a lot of his fights yeah uh so with woodley in mind there was a passing of the torch with fucking Usman, which now they got a fight Usman and covington um that fight i think i, I don't know what to think about that fight because they're both fucking wrestlers both primarily focused on the ground game um so Usman we, and Covington yeah we know Usman likes to only give 30 percent he, <laughs> yeah. he stated so yeah and say people can say what 30%, they want yeah it was only 30 percent yeah people can say what they want about Covington but me being a non-casual yes. I got you know I've been watching this shit for a minute being able to see past the yeah it's a gimmick he's marketed yes. himself like you know bad press is still good yes. press like I mean, look, you know look at all the people that watch him just to see him lose and yeah he just you know even if he does win i mean yeah he just, but his fighting style dude he puts on a fucking pace his gas tank yeah his last just, fight he broke yeah, records he's got fucking cheat codes on yeah you know <laughs> fucking unlimited lives he's yes. just fucking stamina <laughs> pedal to the metal the whole it's almost time. like you would think that all his fights are five rounders honestly yeah. the way he fights because he's constantly pushing the pressure i mean the rda fight i was you know i was like okay here we go we'll see how you know he does against rda yeah uh he fucked pushed RDA the, yeah pushed the pressure yeah 
Uh, same with Damien Maya, you know. Uh, yeah, like, fucking bunch of dirty animals. Great, sure. yeah. <laughs> great. Oh my goodness. How are you gonna call a whole nation dirty fucking animals yes. while you're there? Oh my. <laughs> you're not, in Brazil saying that. I think he said he had to be escorted out of there. Like he did, I'm kid. sure. And you know what? Oh my god. I'll still say, not, uh, he didn't get the same treatment that Jeremy Stevens got. <laughs> from, That's fucked up. Yeah, too, by that the was way. pretty fucked he up. He did. He was being nice. He's like he he couldn't finish that yeah. fight even if he, yeah, I'm sure one he guy got eye sure. poked and yeah he <clears throat> stopped the fight before uh, any any real punches were thrown only two kicks I think were thrown but I mean you had a guy that was literally shitting on your entire country and the people you know yeah. calling them all animals like yeah. come on now so which one's worse and then you got Mexicans who no one even said anything bad about they're fucking throwing beer at Jeremy <laughs> State. like yeah and whatever what the fuck dude. Uh, he he sacrificed time away from his family to train there. Like you think he wanted out like yeah. that? I I don't get that bullshit. At I all. guess uh, who was that female fighter that fought uh, right before him? I believe um, she won when a lot of people thought she lost. Oh fuck! Uh, the I American, oh, I believe. Fuck! I can't remember. Fuck! I, I should know who it is. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Do you remember what weight class? Uh no, I'm. D- I'm trying fuck. to think of it. I can't fucking remember, but I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I guess uh, even she got, you know, harassed or something. Or yeah. Someone threw something at yeah, her. Yeah, it's like she was just in there doing her job. She doesn't pick who. Yeah. She doesn't pick on the she score. Get mad cards. at the judges, you know, for yeah. not knowing how to score a fight. Yeah. And I honestly think more judges should be held accountable for their shitty scoring. Yeah, that's bullshit. They're always talking about that one chick that's a boxing judge, Adelaide Bird. I don't know if she does UFC. I'm not sure. But uh, she's uh, apparently notorious for scoring cards. Yeah. Like, like some judge would see it, like, if we're talking UFC standards, like 29-28, 29-28, and then she would give it, like, a fucking 31-26 or 26. Yeah. You know, it's like... Jesus Christ. Yeah. The fuck are you watching? You know? Well, that's like some of those refs, too. You know, it's like stopping the fight, you know, prematurely or, <sighs> yeah. you know, thinking that they're out and, you know, stopping it. It's yeah. Like, man. Or separating on. them from the cage. Like, somebody's clearly got a dominant position and they're working for something. Yes. And the ref separates yes. them. Yes. The fuck is that? I don't know. I'm not a ref, though. I'm sure it's in the moment. Yeah. It's I'm sure their adrenaline's different experience, too, to some degree you know? as well. Because it could, you know, they could not have the experience of fucking being in front of that many people. Especially when they're seeing someone right in front of them getting the shit kicked <laughs> yeah. out of them. And they have, you know, it's their responsibility to call yeah. it, you know. I know if I was wrestling, dude, and but, I see somebody get starch, I'd be a deer in the headlights. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? You don't want to be like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mergliata? No. Uh, or not Mergliata, fucking uh, Yamasaki. Yeah. Is it Yamasaki? Ma- think... Mazagati. Yeah. Steve Mazagati. Oh, I want to give him a fighting yeah. chance, be a samurai or whatever he said. Yeah. What kind of shit is that? You're supposed to protect them. Yeah. And then there was, uh, I think it's Yamasaki that does the heart with his hands. Yeah. Yeah, and Dana's fucking ripping on him. Yeah. <laughs> like, Spend focus on the time. fight, not doing yeah. hearts with your hands and all that shit. Oh, damn. Pulling so, some jutsu. What do you think about, like, how the, not a specific women's division, but just the fighters are are coming together now? Because we were talking about the other day that one chick that came in to fight cyborg uh, Canadian Felicia Spencer. Yes. I think she's going to do really well, even though she, she lost the fight against cyborg. Very but, green still, but. <clears throat> yeah, I think. She has a lot of heart. Yeah, and I think it might take somebody like her to beat one of the champions because 
some of these other girls are or just... Or at least spice up the division. Yeah, because it's really weird with the, the female division. Obviously, no disrespect to the females, but it's like there's such a gap in the talent. Like, you have someone like Shevchenko who's been fighting for so yes, fucking long. the bullet. Kickboxing, all this shit. Muay Thai, just fucking killing it. Do and it then, all. And then she's going up against somebody who's been trying to mix martial arts for four years. Yes. Like, landing, you're going to get fucked Landing up. 200 strikes to the, you know... To the head while they're <laughs> yeah, the refs just <laughs> let them happen. Like I can't remember who she fought, Shevchenko, but somebody was just like, man, that was because I, I didn't get a chance to watch that fight specifically. Yeah. I might have been at work somewhere, like you know, yeah, a few years ago. They just said that that chick was just getting beat on, and the yeah. ref was just letting it happen. Yeah, like that's that's completely over top. <laughs> it was probably uh, Mazagati, or you know. <laughs> Yeah. One of them. Probably someone's stupid. But you notice some of those guys aren't doing fights anymore, which, yeah. you know, it's good to see, like I said, that, you know, they're it, they're taking accountability against these uh, these refs, but they need to start doing it to the judges as well. Yeah. Do you know what I, uh, who I haven't noticed in there recently? That one chick that's got the braids. That ref. The older looking one? Yeah. I, I think it might be the only girl. Kind of looks like ref. a witch, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah. Ugly. Yeah, tell us how you really feel, motherfucker. But I mean, what's she doing in there? She shouldn't be in there. Anytime I've yeah. ever seen her in there, she's making bullshit calls and uh, oh. breaking them when she shouldn't be breaking them and just... Yeah. And this and this isn't a male-female thing. No, it's no, a, no. If you're qualified to do the job, I want you in there. Exactly. If and you're going to be in thing... there deer in the headlights, calling shit wrong... Take some classes. Yes. There's some great refs that have classes you can take. And one thing that I like uh, that I heard, I can't remember who said it. I want to say it was either uh, Big John McCarthy or Herb Dean or somebody. But they said, you know, if you're going to be in that type of business where you got to, you know, make sure that you're calling the right calls and stuff and making sure you stop when you see something that, you know, needs stopped right then. Yeah. You know, do it themselves or at least attempt it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, John does jujitsu and stuff. And right. Herb Dean's they got even experience. done some uh, yeah. uh, MMA fights himself. And it's like, you know, you got these people that don't, they just know on paper. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it wouldn't hurt them to dabble in it themselves. I haven't heard many other refs talking about, you know, uh, the way they see fights and all this shit, but they, Call those top refs the gold standard for a reason. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard them talk about the way people fall when they get clipped. Yes, it, you know if it's they unique they put to just on, you know getting uh, yeah it, hit and rocked and yeah you know, you're still in it. It opened my eyes to like it. I don't have experience with fighting in there. I only have a little bit of of jujitsu, as do you. So we understand the ground game a lot more than when. We, we the, first started watching yeah. the shit because we actually have some experience now. Like, we can call when, oh, shit, he's setting up this, he's setting up that. Or, hey, he can transition from this and into that yeah, if yeah. this doesn't work, and then you actually see him go that way. So it, it's cool to hear somebody like them talk about the the refs that are higher up, talking about the way people fall when they get clipped, whether it looks like they're in danger or not. They can tell when somebody is actually hurt compared to... You know, when they're just rocked a little bit and their equilibrium's off and they're yeah. dancing around like Kevin Lee 
dancing on the chicken dance and they're know? able to give them that extra bit you know to yeah. get their shit together like hey you're still good you know just show me that you're still good you know show me that you can still fight yeah and they're the they're the perfect people as far you know they're the perfect refs to give people especially the refs that are making these kind of mistakes because Herb Herb and Dan and everybody John McCarthy they know what it's like to make a fucking devastating oh, mistake oh 100% so on top of Herb their knowledge Dean, on top you know. of making that mistake they know how to craft it a little better like hone in on their skills a little Learn more so from they their can mistakes. teach yeah opposed to a ref who's breaking somebody off the fence because they think it's boring when they don't know the ins and outs of getting the underhooks and all that shit or when they're trying to set up a takedown a good example of that, in my opinion, uh, not to interrupt you, is oh, good. Herb Dean, you know, uh, with the whole Robbie Lawler and Ben Askren fight, you know, in my opinion, when I was watching that live, I saw hand go limp. I thought Robbie was yeah. out. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, I've seen some videos of, uh, you know, um, Guys that uh, have their own school uh, teach jujitsu and stuff. Did, were and, they breaking it down? Yes, and okay. like the Gracie breakdown, or yes. was it a different? Uh, th- that was one of them. Oh, okay, but uh, to where they're showing that, you know, it was legit. Like he could have been out for maybe even a split second, and then yeah. when he let go, you know, the blood rushed back, and he was fine. But you know that he he got shit for that uh call but he handled it like a you know a g and he took it on the chin and he just said you know i'm sorry you know yeah. and things things happen and then you have uh you have your uh refs like um what's his name uh, mark goddard you know someone <laughs> who can't handle his shit when he's you know doing a shitty job you know or he gets uh he gets uh, he takes it personal in a way, and it's like, come on, yeah. man, you gotta control your ego a little bit when you're in there, you know. Kind of like Dan just did with MVP, yeah, calling him yeah. a piece of shit and all that stuff. Yeah, and that was yeah. definitely out of character not, for him. I I'm, feel. I'm not officiating this guy. Anymore. It's like, <laughs> yeah, what? Just I mean, he did go, apologize, dude. I guess, and stuff, but that was definitely you it's know definitely ridiculous. For, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's it's nice to have a ref in there who's like unbiased and they're just yeah, in there to yeah. do their fucking job, you know. But I don't know. Dan's a human, like all of he us. Is. We all make mistakes, and like yeah, I'm sure his adrenaline's going. <laughs> yeah, you know. man, he's a big motherfucker. Yeah, Tan is. Dan. Yep, been in the game for a minute. <laughs> yeah, and coming back to that uh, bulldog choke with uh, Robbie. Yeah, did you hear uh, the way Herb was justifying it on Joe's podcast? Uh, I remember listening to it, uh, but I don't remember the specific details. So I might be butchering it a tad, but a let like apparently the way that choke works is it's not a blood choke. It like cr- it's, it, like cranks down on your neck. Yeah, like, very uncomfortable. Like he was worried for Robbie's actual safety because it's on the joints, it's yeah. on the nerves, on the neck, you know. So. Well, I mean, his nose and mouth were, you know, buried, too. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't know. I, I think it was one of those things, like, Robbie may have been out for a split second. And but. even if he wasn't, I mean, we've all seen the video of Ben breaking the watermelons in his <laughs> yeah. arms. And he had plenty yeah. of time, if I remember, uh, to work with that bulldog choke. Because, uh, I, I mean, he... He was dropped within the first, you know, 30 seconds of the fight with that slam. And then 
took a hell of punches from Lawler. Yeah. And then that's when he managed he to get the bulldog choke. Up. He had at least three minutes, I'd say, of uh, of good work time. Yeah. That's the most damage he's had in his career. Uh, yeah, for sure. And then he sure. ate that fucking missile from Masvidal, oh that straight gosh. missile. I mean, we all knew what he was yeah. going to do, oh but God, who, who knew what Masvidal was going to do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was textbook. That worked. That was, they had that planned out yep. completely, and it worked beautifully. Um, you honestly couldn't have scripted anything better, in my opinion. Yeah. And then when, like, that's what I love about those things, when people say, oh, yeah, that's a, that was lucky, blah, blah, but then you see yeah, you the see, training hey, video of them on running that, yes. you know? And just like how Connor with Aldo. Yes, Connor. You see him fucking drilling it in the back right before he walks out. Uh, there was someone else that did that. Uh, I believe DC did that with the Stipe fight with that. Yep, because uh, he knew he could get him out of yeah. the clinch. Yeah. I mean, I think there might have been one more with uh, either Nate Diaz or Anthony Pettis, but I, mean, I could be wrong. I mean, yeah. Probably because he knew Connor would tap, just yeah. get on his back. <laughs> And that's going to be a good I fight. I think we all knew Mas- that after the, yeah. uh, the what's his name, fight. Uh, Mendez? Yeah. <laughs> after that fight, yeah. I was like, man, Connor. Yeah. He's laying on his back like, ref, you going to stand us up? Like, Chad, <laughs> on top of you putting in work, what do you mean? I think he was a purple belt up? then, too, and it's like, you got yeah. some ground game, motherfucker. Dude, I honestly think Chad would have won that on a full camp, yeah, if probably, I'm being honest. Yeah. Probably. I know people will say, which I do agree, well, Connor also wasn't training for Chad. Yeah, that is true. But at least Connor was in shape. Yeah. You know, Chad came in on like a two-week notice. Um, all right, so I want to switch gears a little bit. We're yep, rolling up yep. on about uh, 50 minutes now. Nice. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about our music endeavors when we were younger, around the time you know we first met. Because mm-hmm. um, I was thinking about we played at the Rock Factory. I think the first time I saw you guys live. Yeah. Which is pretty cool because um, Greg Weaver, mm-hmm. you know, guitarist in your guys' band. Yeah. Uh, among the rapture by the way pretty fucking big deal um you know i liked you guys a lot because all the bands that were around at the time that were a heavier genre it just seemed like heavy breakdowns like yes. style the whole time and you guys had some pizzazz so you had the harmonies you had the melodies i think you're a really good vocalist well, i as, appreciate that yes yeah, as, as far as you know the metal, like metal. Your screams are really good. Like when oh, I'm yes. listening to heavier music, the oh my gosh, Kenny, like <laughs> yeah, <that>. yeah. <laughs> Look at you should see my pants right now. Oh goodness, um, they're wet and sticking up. <laughs> Looks like I'm pitching a tent. Oh gosh, I'm <laughs> blushing. Yeah, I am probably. Either that or I'm just fucking really hot. But um, which brings me when you were on stage that one time and you're like, oh, we're really hot. It's also warm too. <laughs> that shit was funny. Well, you know, but I see mean, that you had that, that you had it locked as a front man. You had the charisma. I had to. You had really good vocal styles. And what I was saying is, when I'm listening to heavier music, the music could be fucking on point, killing it. But it really, even though I'm not a vocalist, when it comes down to the vocals, I'm super particular about the way that shit sounds. I'm I'm the same. So like, I like that you had the highs and the lows, and they sounded good either one that you do and when you layered them together you mm-hmm. know so it's like when i hear somebody oh, I appreciate that again <laughs> yeah so like when i hear somebody that's just coming out like trying to force something didn't try to learn how to scream or anything like that and you can tell you know you're like trying to fuck your throat up and i've i've know you've had 
your fucking yeah, medical issues. Busted a gut, but <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, tell tell, us, tell me about that. Uh, I remember it vaguely, but I want to know the actual details. I think uh, I re- all I remember from it is that you guys were at a practice. I don't know if you, it was your first practice or if it was not our first practice, but it was still in the very early days of Among the Rapture, and we went from our first practice band uh, place that we would practice at and we had just moved to our rhythm guitarist's temporary home because their uh, their home they were staying at had caught fire and so they mm. the insurance had put them into this beautiful home that just had this massive yard and full finished basement that was just like massive i mean you could have probably put like back when insurance was affordable yeah uh you you could have fit so many cars down in this basement it was just finished and just an open concept and so it basically became the band area you know we set up the whole band uh, equipment in its own spot almost like mimicked like we were on stage and they let you go full clip down there as far as well. Oh, yeah, full clip. His, nice. You know, his dad's a uh, big old metal head. His uncle was a big old metal yeah. head. And his mom, well, she had no choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah it was just one at that point. Yeah, exactly. But no, nah, she was cool with it, too. They were all very supportive. And, uh, uh, I mean, it was just a great time, you know, great, you know, band come together time because we would always you know gather there and uh there was enough spot for us all to crash and uh didn't matter if it was the floor or on a bowflex or whatever you <laughs> know bowflex, yeah <laughs> uh but getting back to the story we were at uh this summer house and uh it was just like a normal practice uh being single at the time as a uh, lead vocalist, yeah. uh, sometimes we would have some uh, a small audience, if you yeah. will, uh, some watching us. there, some groupies, possibly <laughs> uh, watching the band practice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you got to so, go full clip when there's a girl around, uh, oh, for of sure. Of course, of course, it's got to be like a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing my thing. This is still in the early stays. Uh, stays, uh, days of me trying to establish my screams. You know, I'm trying to uh, just widen my variety. You know, I tried the whole whisper scream where it was like blah, 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 you know, yeah. like some early attack, attack type shit. Uh, I tried the whole inhale type pig squeal. And <laughs> yeah. That <J-Pack>. was just, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't my, uh, my cup of tea. And so I just learned to uh, project, you know, uh, and get really deep uh, into like where I was using a lot of my stomach and uh, stuff. I was using uh, the wrong parts, you know, of my body when I was screaming. And uh, yeah, we were just going hard about halfway through practice. And I just remember uh, I was like, man, I'm getting hot. So I take my shirt off. How many songs in was this, by the way? Uh, you, halfway through practice, it's like three songs in, four songs in. 
And I'm assuming you were screaming like that. Well, for the I mean, whole at practice, it wasn't just, you know, songs that we would play at shows. We would always, like, do covers at practice. Just, you know, just to dink around, you know, Alice in Chains covers, mm. uh, 10 Scr- years. Screaming Alice in Chains. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes we wouldn't. We would just play it the way it was. You know, we wouldn't even do stuff that was, you know, our own uh, genre. Sometimes we'd branch out and, you know, like, I'd say the most different song we've ever done uh, to our genre uh, was I don't know the band, but it's uh, Kiss Me. You know, Kiss Me under. Yeah, the, I know what song uh, you're talking about, yeah. but I, I don't know it either. Like the band. Yeah, uh, and we covered that. Wait, you know, is it? I knew new, new Found Glory. Is no, it? they did a cover of oh, okay, it, but it was okay. someone before them. Uh, okay. It was some girl uh, back in like the '90s or something, maybe the early 2000s. Um, yeah, the '90s when America was great. Still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, anyways, you were uh, you were feeling hot. Yeah, I was feeling hot, so uh, you know, took the shirt off. Uh, of course. Yeah, of course for the <laughs> for the ladies in the room. Flexing uh, your abs, like, oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> well, I mean, basically, you know, I was hot, and then all of a sudden, I just felt like this warm sensation, like in my gut, and I was just like, that feels weird, and then all of a sudden, I just felt like. Uh, a lot of pressure on uh, uh, like my lower stomach, you know, and my and my testicles basically as well. And I was like, man, that's that hurts. So, you know, I basically uh, put the mic down and I start walking over to the basement steps to go upstairs. And because I was starting to get nauseous as well, and. Uh, as I was starting to walk away, I collapsed and I kind of fell onto uh, one of the speakers. Uh, like I didn't fall completely, but I held myself up, and uh, I just remember like something wasn't right, you know. So yeah. I'm trying to wake, make my way over to uh, the steps, and uh, yeah, I mean, I just remember just falling down at the bottom of them, and. Uh, I just remember it was just, it was hurting. Like my, just my whole stomach was just hurting. You know, I could feel it was like this sharp, uh, hot pain. Wait, so were you scared or did you think you maybe just pulled a muscle or Uh, or it's just something you're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. It was a little bit of like, you know, maybe I pulled something at first, but like, I would say that was like at the bottom of the stairs. And like when I was like halfway up the stairs, that's when I was like, uh, you know, I'm not feeling good. I'm going to puke. So, you know, maybe I just, you know, uh, yeah. got to puke. Maybe I just pulled something. I got to puke. Did you end up puking at all? Uh, well, right at the top of the stairs was a bathroom. Like, so as soon as you get up to the top of the stairs, you have to close the door to the, uh, basement. And then right next to the stairs is, uh, a, a bathroom. So I just opened up the door and went in and, uh, so I'm in there and I, you know, I feel like I have to puke. And so I start to puke. And as I'm starting to puke, like, that's when, like, things got really bad. Like, you know, just the pain really got bad. Uh, you know, my stomach was just on fire at this point. My yeah. nuts were fucking just, oh, man. It was just like, it honestly felt like someone kicked me as hard yeah. as they could. Nut pain's the worst. Yes. Yeah, so Guys will know this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and so 
I was like, man, what's going on? I knew something wasn't right because I was starting to get very cold, but I was sweating, you know, just like profusely. So I open up the door and I kind of crawl out and uh, Greg's family was in the living room and I just told him, I said, I think, uh, I think I need an ambulance. I think I need to go to 911, you know, call 911. <laughs> go to 911 for <laughs> yeah. my head. You show, you show up to where the fucking operators are plugging in the shit. Yeah. I don't even know if they do that Is anymore. Is this 911? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, you need the hospital, not the operation <laughs> building. That's how fucked up I was. Yeah. I need 911. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're talking like that you almost had a stroke yeah i was half my face was like touching the floor <laughs> yeah. uh but i you know i crawl out and i'm like i think i need nine you know nine one one god damn there i go again yeah i think i need to go to the hospital and you know his mom i i can't remember her profession but i remember she you know jumped into gear and she was you know wiping off the sweat off me and stuff and making sure I was okay. And, you know, I she, think that's called mom mode. She yeah, jumped into yeah, mom, mom mode. mode. <laughs> she was like, everyone back off. This is my baby. <laughs> yeah. Even though I wasn't her kid. <laughs> Your mom shows up and she's starting to, like, get territorial. Like, yeah, yeah. Tying her down and shit. Hair on the back Anyways, of her neck standing up. Yeah, she jumped uh, into mom mode. And so she's, uh, you know, checking, checking my pulse. You know, my pulse is high. I'm not sure what it was at the time, but it was very high and... Uh, uh, yeah, they called my parents and, you know, I talked to my parents and told them like, Hey, you know, something's wrong. You know, I'm, I definitely need to go. And they said that they'll meet me at the hospital kind of thing. And did you think you were dying or anything? Uh, Honestly? Yeah. Because it was just, the pain was getting worse and worse. Nothing like you've ever felt before. Yeah. Nothing like I've ever felt before. Uh, uh, I've been stung by a stingray and I've had, you know, my fair share, you know, of things happen to me, but this by far at the time was the worst pain I've ever felt. And, uh, so I'm at the house, you know, they called 911. I don't know how long it was, but the ambulance didn't take too long to get there. Cause they're coming for your money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, they must have said, like, uh, there's a there's a white man down over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> they, uh, you know, they were they were pretty quick. Uh, and they, yeah. they came and got me and, you know, they I couldn't walk out. So they came in with the stretcher and put me on it. And I just remember being wheeled out of the house. I don't know if they gave me something for my pain at this point or uh, if I was just, you know, at at the point of pain to where it wasn't like affecting me as much as it was. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I remember Greg holding the door open for the, uh, the paramedics and stuff and everyone walking through. And I remember him just, you know, holding out his hand and like giving me a fist bump. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, you're like, you're the realest member of the band. <laughs> yeah. Fist bump. It, it, was, it was just cool. Cause it was just like little things like that. I'll always remember. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, on the way to the hospital, you know, I'm in the back of the ambulance, and uh, that was quite a fun ride because you know get the speed everywhere, and yeah, uh, you know you're watching everything through the back window, and wee woo wee woo <laughs> yeah ooh what what are you gonna put in me now? Yeah. They uh, should have gave you the children. Yeah, well so they were definitely giving me some stuff. I can't remember. Uh, what Baby exactly? Aspirin, I think yeah. is, what, is what it was. Yeah, crushing it up here. You need to sort yeah. this. 
Yeah, so what happens when you get to the hospital? Uh, like, they rush you back? They, or they, you have to see somebody first? Well, on, on the way, you know, they get my information and stuff. And, uh, like, you know, talking to me, trying to keep me good. And I think they, uh, yeah, they just, uh, you know, basic general information. Uh, anyways, getting back to where... Uh, at the hospital. Yeah. Once we got to the hospital, um, it you know it was no waiting period. I don't know if you know they're busy or what, but you know I just went straight in. Yeah, and uh, got into a room and uh, nurse came in and started doing all my stuff and uh, you know tells me, hey, we need to take your blood hate getting my blood taken you <laughs> yeah. know i hate needles you know tattoos are cool and shit but you know needles that go into my arm and you know stab me and take my blood and shit you know no thanks yeah uh, uh so you know i feel for people that have to deal with that type of shit but um you know she goes to take my blood and as soon as she stabs my arm you know with the needle shotgun face or shotgun blast to the face uh with my blood well just all oh all, yeah all just over spraying everywhere yeah, all over her face all over her uh you know her scrubs and stuff and now, she now just, is that because of your condition that you were in or was it because she just fucked up it was because my blood injuries. pressure was so high okay that you know my blood was just you know uh ready to basically go and you know she basically hit the wall for the Niagara Falls, <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. let it out. And, Broken water, man, just yeah. <laughs> spray uh, it over yeah. And so, you know, she's just, she, I, didn't, I can't remember what code, it's like running out of the room, code black, code black, or <laughs> code something black. like that, yes, yelling some code because, you know, she got blood on her, it's like a, you know, big deal. Yeah. Even though I'm good and stuff, she doesn't well, know that. It also might have just been because how high your blood pressure was. So she's like, we need somebody the fuck in here. It could have been. I mean, I, I did have emergency surgery that yeah. night. Uh, so what what was the injury exactly, if you want to talk about it? Uh, I mean, we it got was this far just, of the story, but you don't have to go I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's been so long. It's just one of those things where it's like I forget about it. So, I, you know, the the medical term or whatever like the actual thing is i'm not 100 percent sure i know it was a uh a hernia in some type of way that uh it doesn't happen to, it won't happen to everybody kind of thing but it uh once you once it happens to you it's a 50 50 chance that it can happen to the other side so like i had it happen on the right side of my body oh okay so it's a 50-50 chance that it can happen to the left side of my body at any point in time, you know, afterwards. And once it happens, it increases the chance of it happening again. But, you know, I've been pretty good with it. Like, uh, you know, when we were in jiu-jitsu and stuff, uh, sometimes going hard after a while can kind of, you know, get me going a little bit to where I'm feeling some type of discomfort down there. But usually I'm pretty good about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things that's like, if it happens again, fuck it, you know, I'll get the surgery. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's all good. I mean, you know, uh, get back to the story with, you know, everything that went on, uh, you know, having to go through, 
it's like two o'clock in the morning at this point. And so, what time did you get there? Do you remember? Time, rough, rough estimate ballpark. Eight or nine, maybe around there. Okay, uh, so you're in there fucking five, six yeah, hours. Yeah, for a while uh, until, because they were trying to get like a surgeon in or something like that to do my mm. surgery. And then like it happened at like two in the morning or something like that. And uh, yeah, it was cool because. Uh, like when I was there and like after the whole, you know, blood shot on the nurse and everything. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's out of a, out of a movie, not to interrupt. Yeah. But I, I, I can just imagine it spraying oh, dude, up all over. It was like, I was just talking to her and the next thing I know, I look over and it was just like, I see blood shooting out of my arm, like, you know, a, a squirt gun right in her face. Damn, that's so intense. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden I'm hearing like, you know, my family's starting to come in and see me and stuff. And I'm hearing that, you know, the whole band, uh, they you all know, showed up. yeah, the whole band, I'm pretty sure, uh, if not all of them that could, you know yeah. what I mean? And that was the last time they showed up. Yeah. And then, uh, I was kicked out after that. But, uh, they all showed up and it was, you know, and it was really cool. Cause it was like, man, you know, uh, that was a time in my life where I truly, f- you know, you know what it's like to have blood brothers but that's a time in your life when you truly you know start to, to feel like man the, you know these guys that i didn't know my whole life you know i have a bond with these people yeah, showing up for you yeah 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 you know it's like you never really know who will show up for you in the time of need and yeah. it was cool that they all came and you know definitely uh, not the people you think would show the fuck up yeah, for you when you like i said those are the things that i'll always remember yeah and uh so that was cool, even though I didn't get to see them because it was like a, a limit to the people that can come and see me. Yeah. Uh, after a while, you know, I went and uh, they had me hopped up on drugs because it, the pain was bad. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm telling every female nurse that comes into my room, hey, I'm in a band. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a band. Oh, yeah, what do you do? I'm the lead singer. Yeah. You know. You got, lead singer syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, check check us out on Facebook yeah, yeah. and MySpace. I'm like 18 at the time, and it's <laughs> yeah. just like... Just turned 18, Yeah, all probably. these women in their 30s are just like, man, this yeah. sexually charged motherfucker. Yeah, out there trying to swim <laughs> dick while you're drugs. dying. Yeah. You're dying fucking hitting on yeah, people. Yeah, trying to, <laughs> trying to get it. Yeah. Uh, but no... Uh, so, you know, I end up, it's time for surgery. They roll me through, down the halls and stuff. And I won't lie, I was nervous. You know, I've never had surgery before. And she, especially it's where they're cutting up my, you know, cutting into my lower uh, stomach. And, you know, scars may be a couple inches, but, you know, still they're getting, digging inside me and shit. Yeah. And, uh. Now, do they put you out? Like oh yeah! Oh yeah! I was just—they rolled me into the operating room, and it was like pure, just white, like the brightest room I've ever been in, and it was just white and chromed out everything, like these, these, you know, like a spaceship, if, yeah, if you will. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, what's Super happening? Super cold man? in there. Uh, yeah, it was cold, especially because you're naked and you're in a gown and stuff, and yeah. then you know. I always uh, tuck when I get surgery, by the way, because I don't yeah. know what the fuck they're doing when I'm passed out. You tuck your junk? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, anytime I have to get naked, I always tuck it. 
see, I always just, uh, I took my balls, but, but I leave my wiener out there. <laughs> yeah. So if they want to get, you know, get me, they can. I just, you know, I'm not trying <laughs> yeah. to be neutered while I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but, you know, they uh, they lift me up. You know, I didn't have to do nothing. They put me from the, the rolling uh, bed onto the operating table. And then they uh, put a mask on my face and like, hey, uh, count down from 10 to 1. And I don't even remember getting the 7, man. <laughs> yeah. And I was, yeah. it was like, once that happened, I woke up. I woke up and it was just weird because everything, you know, just my equilibrium was off if you will you know it's just like waking up all drowsy and shit like tasting blood and stuff uh you know they had because they're putting tube and stuff down the mouth uh oh damn fuck that yeah uh but no it was just you know all disorienting and i remember that my nurse at the time was this older woman and I was working at Kroger at that time. And that's when you quit hitting on the nurses at that point. Yeah, yeah. No, no more no more <laughs> yeah. hitting on nurses. I was yeah. still telling them all I was in a band. Don't yeah. get me wrong, you know, you gotta spread that around yeah. when you're in a band. On that one be... you're like, I'm in a band but I'm gay. Yeah. So back <laughs> off lady. Yeah, I'm pretty murky in this <laughs> yeah. stage. Yeah. Uh but no, I thought I th- I thought it was one of the women from uh, uh Kroger that I worked with as my nurse. Nice. I was like, hey like, hey, Peggy, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, like, aren't you supposed to? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, they they had me all fucked up. So <laughs> it was like I, I felt some discomfort to a degree, like I could taste the blood and like I could like I could tell that I wasn't able to move a hundred percent right. Yeah. But at the same time, it was just like, yeah, I'm feeling good. Like you know, I'm telling all my secrets to the nurse while my family. Like, I'm looking to the left of me because I can't really move my head. Yeah. Because that's where my nurse is at. And my and I'm like 18 at the time, you know, still living at home, uh, which is normal yeah. for uh, guys uh, at that age. Yeah, even when you're <laughs> almost 30. <laughs> but uh, you know, my whole family and stuff's on the right of me, and like I could hear them, but something was telling me that they weren't there. Yeah, which was probably the drugs. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> and. It was the uh, you know, she's asking me all this shit and my parents didn't need to know back then. Like, you know, I'm sure they didn't care if I drank, but you smoke. Yeah. Yeah. I smoke and yeah. all this stuff. But and, plus you could chalk that up to the drugs. Oh yeah. For <laughs> sure. You know, oh, I, I didn't mean that. That yeah. was just the drugs, you know? Yeah. I didn't even know you guys I don't touch there. that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, just basically it's truth serum in a way. And, uh, so, I mean, it, it, it there was some good out of it because you know some people got laughs out of it you know uh the end of it messing with uh messing with me while i'm all high but yeah uh overall i mean yeah it, it sucked but like i said there's a lot of good memories that came out of it uh you know uh with the whole band and you know just family being there and uh just even afterwards i mean a lot of hospital i got the surgery at and shit gets a lot of shit yeah uh, for maybe not being the best hospital in the world but you know they Was took it the one i think it is yeah <laughs> and they took care of me yeah and uh i never had an issue and you know what the you know i appreciate anyone that uh, works in that yeah. type of field I, i've never had an issue at, at that spot either yeah even though I've heard, it's got yeah. like a three star on, yeah. on 
uh, Yelp or whatever. I think sp- Yelp a hospital. Yeah, I spent like three days there not yeah. long ago, and they treated me very nicely. Yeah. So, uh, so moving forward from that, yeah, um, getting Which, back. Not to interrupt you, that was all before our first show. Okay, yeah. yeah. So this is what kind of segues into what I was gonna ask. Um, moving forward from that point, how did you change your vocal? I don't. I don't know how to guess, but, uh, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, did you, I'm and assuming you had to scream differently. That's a big part of what afraid? caused me. Yeah, it was. Uh, I won't lie. Uh, very, very afraid because I, you know, I didn't know if I would be able to do it again, and uh, I also, you know, it was just like I didn't want to go through that pain again uh, because, uh, like I said, it can happen to you twice and uh i haven't my uncle actually has had the surgery twice because it's happened Mm. to him twice already so that's that's what i'm saying it's it sucks but it's it's one of those things it is what it is uh max holloway yeah Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) it is what it is yeah you know what it is man (laughs) yeah those cupcakes weren't sweet that time yeah no they were not uh but yeah i mean it was just I want to say it, I had that surgery a week or a week or week and a half, maybe two weeks uh, before our first show, and I remember everyone, like my whole family, was like, "You should not do that and stuff." And I, I could see the concern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I thought I was gonna bust the gut, which I mean, my my screaming at the time, I wasn't screaming right, and this should go to you know a lot of people that you know want to do that type of stuff, and you know, it's it really is a craft that you have to you know practice it took me years to get to where i was i didn't just fucking you know do it in one night and yeah. no one else is going to yeah except and, me probably yeah yeah, yeah. except i'm, you. I'm, I'm you're solid a fucking prodigy yeah. but so that um it may be some advice to people who are just starting to scream mm. if, if they stumble po- across this how did you change like because obviously when you got the hernia Mm-hmm. What, were you kind of screaming with your gut? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was screaming mainly with my gut, like my deep gut, like uh, not with my diaphragm. I wasn't, you know, using a lot of my chest and stuff. I was u- using my stomach, and uh, that's wrong, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was still when I was learning, and I wasn't, you know, learning the way I should have. I was trying to, you know, push myself too too far, too hard, too fast. Yeah. And, uh... And that's a hell of a fucking consequence. Yes, for doing yes, it the wrong it way. You but don't you think know it would what? happen. It taught me. It taught me to not do it that way. And so I did change uh, some things. You know, I did try to, you know, use my diaphragm more and practice and practice and practice. I practiced nonstop. Yeah. And, uh... You know, I eventually got to where I could, you know... I felt like I was, you know, good enough. But, you know, even before all that getting back to where you know i wasn't sure if i'd be able to play this first show you know yeah. a couple weeks out prior you know wondering if my screams would affect me you know again uh, you know it was just one of those things where i just uh you play it by ear kind of thing you know i, I had to rehab my surgery a little bit to a degree you know like uh shitting and stuff hurt yeah. after a while just because you know straining you know you yeah. feel it on the gut and stuff oh, yeah. uh even walking up and down stairs you know a lot of different things uh hurt 
Did you have another practice before that show, or did you just go uh, into the show? I think we had maybe one, maybe two practices before the show, but I just wrapped my gut really good with uh, bands and just fucking, you know, did the show. And I did the show with uh, what screams I thought would be okay, because at that time, you know, I was trying to broaden my... Uh, my different ranges of screams, you know, I like to have a different variety instead of just having one, one scream or like two or, you know, three, I wanted to have as many in my arsenal as I could. And obviously screaming from the gut was wrong, but when you started to switch to your diaphragm, did you notice a difference in the way you were screaming, like the sound of the scream itself? I was louder. I was able to enunciate much better and I was able to hold a scream for much longer. You know, I, uh, someone I really have to give it to that uses their diaphragm amazing. Maybe not be the, you know, a death metal screamer or nothing like that, but, uh, is, you know, the late, uh, Chester Bennington. Yeah. You know, like, uh, his song, uh, Given Up. Yeah, it's L- like, Lincoln Park. Yeah, Lincoln Park. Sorry <laughs> yeah, as about if, that as for, if for people, the casuals yeah, as and the people, people that may not that. understand. Yeah, one of the biggest bands. Ever. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, may have lost their way in some some way or another, but uh, still amazing overall. Uh, the song "Given Up." He's got like a f- 15, 20 second scream, which I mean, mm. if Sustained. if you're really watching and you know seeing how how long you know the scream is it's it's amazing you know that he could do that and he does it live and like it's it's loud it's projected it's not a quiet whisper scream or nothing like that he he really can do it and he can go back to singing and honestly that was one of the things that i needed to do you know that was one of the uh one of my many inspirations if you will you know uh as a vocalist so nice all right well we've been fucking chipping away at this for a minute so I think we're gonna try and wrap it up around here um all right i want to thank you for uh you know being open to join the show this I is our first podcast together and this is your first podcast ever if i'm not mistaken yep first definitely you're gonna be on here frequently and i'm definitely looking forward to it because me and you have some pretty fucking solid conversations and once you know we get more warmed up to this and both of us get more experience Mm -hmm. behind the fucking mic because i've only done a couple of these things you know i had more intentions to keep going but that's me dropping the ball but uh yeah that's life life happens i can't wait to fucking you know get this thing fucking popping i feel it i feel it yeah so all right we're gonna wrap it up there um all right cutting this shit awesome